It is a technological world, and Blaine Kylo is the cool dad, although your proximity of bestness keeps changing. I mean, you've kind of gone from the best of Vancouver to the best of BC and now the best dad in Canada, so congratulations. You're a winner. Yeah, the world's my limit. It is really your limit. Okay, uh, Blaine Kylo is on the West Coast. He does gadgets, gaming, and so much more. Solocore.com. If you want to follow along, we post his stuff up at shiftheads.ca, by the way. We were chatting about loyalty programs. Since you are, you know, like the active dad, you do the skiing things. You're like the the coach stats guy for the ball teams. Like, you do all the things. Loyalty programs can save us a bunch of money. The question is, what is your go-to loyalty program? Do you have a go-to? How do they work for you? I, I like the loyalty programs that give you the best bang for your buck. And so... I tend to use the grocery store ones more than anything else because that's where I'm spending most of my money these days mm. with mm-hmm. teenage kids that are growing. Um, but I've also noticed sort of diminishing returns in some of the things. I know with a lot of yeah. the air miles programs, I've been including those in a lot of my planning over the years. And I think I've decided that because of the limitations with most of the air miles type programs, you're almost better off just to buy your own tickets. Yeah. Well, cause you can't fly on the flights you want to fly on. Then you got to pay the taxes. Anyway, you spend an awful lot of points, not really get a big a whole lot of discount, right? Yeah. But it, I, I guess the, the throwback is it's better than nothing. And so it's mm. something for what you're paying for anyway. Um, but I think the biggest kickback I'm getting these days is actually Costco. You, you spend the money and you get a kickback from Costco. It's just a direct check into your hands that they know you're going to spend at Costco again. Yeah. It's a Costco check to go spend at Costco again. Uh, it works exactly. really well. Um, yeah, no, I would agree. That's probably one of the best ones for me. Although I do have a travel one, my World Elite card is um, it literally I buy a trip. I can buy a trip anywhere, anytime, any flight, any class. I could buy the cheapest of the cheap tickets. I could buy a fancy, fancy ticket. And after I run it through that credit card, I just go into my statement. I click on it and I submit it. And then they just dump that cash back in my account full rebate. So that one works well. I like that one because then you, there's nothing out of your pocket. So that one seems to work. Okay. Calgary Co-op, uh, not to, you know, talk about Calgary too much, but Calgary Co-op here, um, they do the same similar thing to Costco because it's a co-op. So you get your dividend check back, right? Like you see that with some, like some of the other mountain equipment co-ops and some of the other stores that are like that in structure. Yeah. I grew up in Alberta. I know the co-op. Hey, everyone on the prairies knows co-op somewhere. Okay, um, there you go. What is your go-to loyalty card? 877-399-9898. Um, more rewards, the best deals at Save On. My Visa gives a set dollar amount, whatever I spend. That's from Rick. There you go. What is your go-to loyalty program? All right, um, why we are here is the gadgets and the gaming with Blaine Kylo. Where are you taking us today, brother? Well, I think we need to talk about Hogwarts Legacy. Um, which is an interesting game to talk about these days because it is the sort of premier video game that's set in the Harry Potter world. Um, And it's an action-adventure game developed by Avalanche, which is a Warner Brothers game studio. And it is a pretty solid open-world game where you're running around the world of Hogwarts 
and Hogsmeade and all of those places that we've come to know because of the Harry Potter books and movies. Um, and it's a very serviceable exploration game set in the 1800s. So we're, you know, decades before Harry Potter and his cronies. And when you're playing this game, there's going to be lots that's familiar. The castle is much like it was represented in the films. There are characters with names like Weasley and Black, which are names that will be familiar to people who are familiar with the books and the films. So it's really building on the the full environment and the full history and the full lore that's been created by the author of the books. Um, and I'm quite intentionally not going to name this person because this is the challenge with talking about Hogwarts legacy is the author of the Harry Potter books has proven to be, um, have some, pretty dangerous ideas about transgendered people and um, is, is quite anti-trans to the degree to which um, she's actually causing harm to people because of some of these beliefs and, and the way she quite actively promotes those beliefs in, in media. And so there's a real reaction against Hogwarts legacy. There are lots of people who are protesting the game because of the beliefs of the creator of the world. And it's caused a, a real interesting challenge for journalists and critics who are out there trying to cover the game, because the question is, how can you cover a game that is ultimately supporting uh, a, a creator who has some pretty toxic beliefs and toxic ideas? Wow. And shares them quite publicly, too. Now, here's the catch, though, is that in this new game, there is a trans character. And so that creates an awful lot more confusion as well, because the creators, the actual creators of the game, aren't necessarily the person who wrote the books. No, and they've been quite clear, actually. Avalanche and Warner Brothers have been quite clear that the creator of the books and, and the source of all of this had nothing to do with the creation of this game. Um, they were not involved in anything that was going on here. Um, and the developers of at Avalanche, as you said, went out of their way to try and make this game a little more accessible, make this game appeal to a broader audience, including people who are transgendered. So there is a transgendered character. You have control over customizing your character here. So you can choose gender, you can choose name, you can choose skin color and all the kinds of character creator things that we've come to expect from open world role-playing games. And so you've got this really interesting game that puts you into a world um, where you have control and you can express yourself in any way you want. And it's coming out of ultimately the the mind of someone who refuses to grant that same flexibility um, and choice to people in the real world. It's it's a it's a real quandary. But I've got to say this, and and I've said this about open world games before. There, this is a game where you can lose lots of time, 50, 60 hours of game time to be played here. So there are lots of open world game choices out there. What you need to do as a gamer is to find a world that you want to be in. 
And despite the beliefs of the creator of Harry Potter, there are scores of people in the world who want to be in the Harry Potter world. I was at Harry Potter Universe at Universal Studios over Christmas because my mom and my daughter love Harry Potter. And it was an environment that we needed to explore and to celebrate. And I couldn't take that away from them. And there are going to be people who are really into Harry Potter and we cannot take that away from them. But what we can do is say, educate yourself so that you're making an informed decision if this is a world that you want to go into. Yeah. The yeah, other thing right for you, right? That's the catch. And the other thing that's really interesting, and, and this is something that I hope for my daughter who, you know, really loves these books and loves these films and loves this world is when you look at the books themselves, actually, from a more critical perspective, you start to see these things that maybe you didn't realize at first, like the game, uh, the, the story that's being played in Hogwarts Legacy is kind of centers around a goblin conspiracy. And some really interesting thought and thinking has been done into the role of goblins in the Harry Potter world and how they are based on anti-Semitic tropes. So they're kind of loose allegories for Jewish people. And when you start looking at the world of Harry Potter with some of these notions and some of these criticisms, you start to realize that maybe this world that was created wasn't so great and pure after all. And there are actual grounds for criticism, both about how gay and lesbian characters were treated within the, the books and the films and in how some of these um, characters and these creatures who are in the world, but maybe are based on some toxic ideas about real people in the real world. And so what I hope for my daughter is as she gets older and as she develops a little more of a critical eye, that she'll be able to come back to these books and maybe start seeing some of the things that don't work as well, might be a bit problematic. It doesn't mean that you can't have appreciated them at some point. It doesn't mean that you can't change your mind, and decide that maybe they're not as important or as successful or as, or as worthy of celebration as maybe we once thought. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's such a crossroads, right? And uh, it is important. I like what you said when you said, you know, just educate yourself and make the decision for yourself um, for what it is. And it does create this crossroads of, you know, is is the, the writer or the creator the same thing as the game? But then the profits do go to that place. And that's worth considering. And the one thing that is um, that I think that really is the takeaway here is all things we should be critical uh, with thinkers. And, I, and I'm very careful to not allow people to convenient thinking, but critical thinking and, and look at these things at all. But at the same time, I still think the stand we should take is that do we need these kinds of politics going on in front of our children? And as a dad, I really, um, I really struggle with people playing out these, some of these, all of these notions in front of young people that, um, don't quite understand them yet too. And that, that gets, that gets tough. And that's what some of these games are doing. Good, bad, both sides of it. And, and I'm not sure that they should all be there. You know, I kind of, I kind of miss checkers, you know? Check. <laughs> oh, there are problems with checkers too, if you look deep enough. Now, that's true. listen, I've got to say, if nothing else, 
what the developers of Av- at Avalanche have done with Hogwarts Legacy is they have created a very convincing world. If you like the Harry Potter world, you will feel like you're in the Harry Potter world while playing this game. It is very convincing. It is appealing. So if it's a, an environment that you want to be in and it's an environment that you like to be in, um, it's, it's worth checking out. There we go, Blaine Kylo, solocore.com. It is a technical world with some gaming and some deep insight tonight. Thank you, brother. Of course.